Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome to That's Life. Our podcast is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. I'm your host, MTR. And returning, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Cataclysmic Chris. Oh, God, I forgot that that was your nickname, That's man. A, an homage. I no, forgot. It's, not my it's just an homage to Aaron. Acidic Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, so it's you're a cataclysmic Chris. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it, it, yeah. it was a little it. joke against Chris. that. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, I, uh, and, of course, the man, the myth, the legend. Well, I, I'm Daniel, a.k.a. Battlestar Galactica, a.k.a. the purveyor of petty, a.k.a. the colossus of clout, a.k.a. the controversial conversationalist. A- a.k.a. the cough king, because we... We know what's about to happen with you. Oh man! That's so, like, you uh, so this is H two O. I recently went to go see H two O. They played at the hundreds. I might add, Daniel corrected me less than five minutes ago, basically calling out my age. Going, why are you calling it the one hundreds? Mm-hmm. It's just the hundreds. And I was like, oh, am I calling it the one hundreds? And he goes, yeah, you're like that old person that goes the Facebook. I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Like, what a God dick. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, dude, I went to go see H two O. How was, was the show? Uh, first off, uh, Rend, I think, I, I, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Rend is uh, Toby's band, Toby's son's band. They played, and they had this weird, like, like Danzig singer, but it almost sounded like, kind of like, not a Dima-ish, but like, new Metal without being new oh, Metal. Wow, like Danzig. Man. It I was remember, weird. I remember Adima. I only I only know one song from Adima. Which one? Um, that, uh, I'm giving in. No, that like to get inside. Yeah, you know? yeah, yes. yeah. I, God, I love that song. It, it, you I know can't what? Can't believe. Those were good times. That shit is real. Yeah. I can't believe all the torment that you put me through. Appreciate. Don't play a hate. Oh, wow. Appreciate. <laughs> yeah, the kid time, inside you. Yeah, one, at one time that was gonna be like my. Some days my, you only my, remember my, those times where you. Were young. Yeah. Nowadays, you were, no you one were remembers there. when they remember. were young and stupid. The, the kid, kid inside you. you. Come on, baby, help me. Get something to provide it. Get inside you. Now you're going <laughs> me to stay. You know what, dude? Look, it wasn't a great song, but the lyrics are actually pretty good it, in that song. Dude, it's they, interesting they now that I'm hearing bad. it. Yeah. It was that time, and I think I. It was for that time. Yeah. I like. It was like, oh my god. Okay. I need to hurry up and get my wrestling career up so that can be so my So you could use that intro? That's all I wanted. So this is this is Rend. This is Toby's son's band. Keyboard player, he's playing that. I think the, it was a keyboard that was added. And then there's an organ right now playing. Too. Yeah, so I'm. Oh, I, wow. I don't know. What yeah, do you guys? It's what weird. would you describe the sound? Uh, shoot. Like it's uh, real heavy. It is. 
but at the same time that the, the vocal I, I thought it was gonna be like a heavy song with screaming at first uh, it was, you know what I, I did think so and then later like you know he comes out very soft melodic right kind of rather haunting almost and then we have that hard the the what is it called the, the chunk where it's yeah the chug yeah and then, and I don't know. Like, yeah, Ooh. and it's weird too, cause like the I, I I could be wrong, but I thought the guitarist was wearing like a Dark Throne shirt, uh-huh. so I don't know where they're trying to drive with it. But it was I could tell it's a it little their dark tones. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I would say he's a mixture of. You're right. I hear the Danzig. He kind of like wobbles his voice a little bit, like vibratos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I feel like it's a mixture of, of Danzig and like Scott Weiland or something. Or like, uh, okay, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Like, you know I mean? really like, was going, going for as, like Scott Weiland. Oh, it's man. almost Stone Temple Pilots-esque. Yep. Like, yep. So the funny thing heavy. was the funny thing was seeing them. Uh, you also got like nothing but high schoolers. Oh, cool. So like all their friends came and it, it was nice and like you know the moms he were there a wearing deep the voice shirt. for someone nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he does. So uh, also uh, Sharp Shock played. They're a really cool oi band from uh, England. They're on their tour right now with H two O. Really good band, dude. Just just solid like typical England punk. This is very poppy. Yes. Oh yeah, come on. Like very clashish. You call this Oe? This is the this is the single. I apologize. Oh, I oh, they're, I see. So yeah. the one I see. Yeah. yeah, but you hear like the clash, like influence. Like, yeah, the clean jangly t- guitars. Yeah, so. and you can tell too when you see them too. Like, like first off, you could tell they're influenced by uh uh not Cockney Rejects, Cockspire. Okay. And they they're wearing fucking Ben Sherman's. They got the oh, the, the shaved God. head, <laughs> which you know doesn't mean anything. I I don't know Daniel if you oh, know, no, no, but, but do you know the history of of do you know the history of like like skinheads and everything? Um, no, I know because it wasn't. Heads. It wasn't. It, it actually wasn't <gasps> racist at all. It was uh, the origin, but God knows. Yeah, a lot it was of actually. It was, uh, was it whites and blacks. Wait, 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 wait. It was whites was and it, blacks, and what you did was n- no. It was yeah, whites and blacks, and it, and and basically reggae, uh, which t- eventually turned into ska. So what mm. caused it, and what you would do is you would have a shaved head. Mm. Why? Because you wanted to look good when you went to the bar after. That's also why you wore the polo shirt, the Ben Sherman, but you went to work. So right after mm-hmm. you wanted to look good after work, so that's why you're wearing your work boots, your Doc Martens. They're like working class exactly. people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why working class skinheads, they're not racist. They're literally, they're working class. They're well, they were all white anyways, and I think maybe just yeah. turned into... Maybe well, then, but yeah, then yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. then you had skinheads that were nationalists. But and, and initially, yeah. they, but they derived their music from reggae music, so they were, yes. originally, it was a bunch of mm-hmm. white fools looking at black fools play music. They're like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Like, yeah. That's why you got bands like the specials, dude. The specials, I'm sorry. Have you ever heard of the specials? No, no, I heard of a band last night. Uh, we'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah, okay, right, we'll get right, into right, that right, later. Right. Thank you, though. I appreciate right. it. Uh, but uh, in a nutshell, uh, uh, Sharp Shock, they're really good. But once again, I got to see one of my favorite bands of all time, H2O. And truth be told, you guys, I loved it. Love everything about this band. They're, they're just super... Um, they're super, you know positive mental attitude and they're just all about you know really just keeping keeping you know keeping positive vibes and not kind of hating on people and that's what i really like uh i got to sing this song that i'm playing right now for where the friend i got to sing my favorite part and i actually got to sing this back when h2o played 
uh, I think it was like the 20 year anniversary for this particular album, which is nothing to prove. But at this show, I was like, if they play it, I want to sing a specific part. And I'm up front, and the 100s made like a makeshift stage. Wait, so it's wait, o- I'm the sorry, one. What? Damn it, the 100s. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. So it was only about a foot and a half up. Wait, what so was it's this? right at my shins. It was uh, it was uh, last weekend, which would have been like the tw- like the fifteenth or something. Oh, really? Yes. Last weekend? Yeah. Ah, I think I know someone who, who went. <laughs> I did. Very. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about attractive people. I got to. Wow. <laughs> thanks. A, well, I mean, hey, I'm sorry. I got know? to run into Rick Thorne, uh, Aaron, that like punk rock model chick that wears like thongs and has Liberty spikes. She was there. It was a free don't, show. Don't know that. It was a free show. There were skaters there. Chris Cole was there skating, so it was super fun, dude. Uh, but once again, like I said, I got to, I got to sing my favorite part, and I, I purposefully sang it as accurate as I could. And Toby, literally after I sang it, hugged me, and was and like like I sang it, and he came up to me and he just he held me for a second, like thank you so much, and I was like I knew you'd enjoy it the way I did it, so I did, I did it as close as I could to the CD. Was this was it in Vernon? Yes, check it out. I know. So I did that. I was like, I go, give me the mic, give me the mic, and he gave it to me, and I'm just like, why do night friends like you? And he was just like, hell yeah, dude. He fucking hugged me after I gave him back the mic. I was like, cool, man. Like, I had my moment. Once again, I've sang this song twice. Still can't find a fucking video of me singing it. I'm pissed. Wow. probably be up there. Still can't find it. Oh, I hit the fucking phone, and because the iPhone has no real headphone jack, it decided to disconnect. I'm in a no use for a name video. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I'm in a time and space with yeah, a, That's what I was going to talk about. A, I was like, Turnstile. I, I just heard about Turnstile. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, so I showed, oh, I showed Daniel Turnstile. Is that cool? Turnstile's relevant, so. Yo, it. <laughs> what what video what video for no use or name? I can't remember the name of the song. I'll look it up right now. I know. Um, I was also in a, uh, Avenged Sevenfold's Unholy Confessions. No really? way! Now that's I'm awesome. All, I'm in a Warp Tour DVD where they're playing too. I'm in a few stuff, but I am in the AFI. The the I heard a voice, uh, but but I'm not in the way that you would think I'm in it. You just see my shoes walk by, and I had to remember what shoes I was wearing. So I'm like, there I am. But uh, but realistically, it's like it's very uneventful to just point out your shoes. I was I was in a music video for Kenna called Free Time, mm-hmm. and it's just all my feet the entire. No, I'm playing. I, I don't want to say that because <laughs> like you said toes? that. Like, like no, toes, like it's feet. a foot fetish like, video. No, 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 I was a, believing no, you the whole a, time. No, it's a video where it's like he walks, he walks, and he's wearing chucks. Oh, so and then he walks up and talks to this girl. <laughs> you talk, but you can only see their feet. He talks to her, and then blah, blah blah. She gets close, and then you see her one leg go up. Like, oh, she's kissing him. Then she stomps her foot down. And then leans forward, leans forward, he falls over, and then she walks out, and then it goes back to him walking somewhere else and doing uh, other things. It just keeps going. The whole music that's video. Cool. That's cool. Dope. That's cool. It's dope. It's a good idea. The, oh, God. One of the best musicians I've it's, ever heard. It's creative. I, I love him. I love him. Now, uh, now Chris, I'm going to do yeah. something for you, and I, I, for I, I want you to share your story of, uh, with it. Let me see if I can. Oh, this is Unholy Confessions. This <laughs> is Unholy Confessions. Oh, man. But, but I'm going to do this. C- can you share your story, Chris? 
Okay, this is Streets. <laughs> so this actually happened at the show where they recorded the the part of the, did some of the recording for Unholy Confessions. Oh, please, please, so bitch. It was at the Henry Fonda Theater. <laughs> mm. And I wanted I really wanted to hear this song. This is on their first album, uh-huh. and it's the only like punk song that they ever did. Like if you if you listen to it from beginning to end, it's a it's a straight punk song. Mm. And so the whole time I was at that show, in between like songs, I was yelling, "Streets, streets, play streets!" But I could be loud, so I know they were hearing me. I did it every single time they took a break. <laughs> every single, and they didn't play it, man. <laughs> That's dick. my story. Your dick. Well, it's like yelling "Freebird." It's not like free it's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. not like it's hard to play. In all fairness, on on Chris and I are in a band called. And Hillview. they only had two albums at that time, so. Chris and I are in a band called Hillview, and I and I asked the audience, I go, I or I asked uh, our followers, "Hey, what song do you guys want to hear?" And of course, somebody made a comment, and they're like, "Freebird." <laughs> And, yes, and, I heard and that. actually, Chaser was like, "What?" Like, Chaser made a comment, and I made a comment to Chaser, and I go, "Hey, man, you guys want to do a collab, and we'll try to do Freebird together." <laughs> so I thought it was awesome. It's a Freebird tribute band, man. <laughs> You're like, wait, it's only one song. Speaking of that, Daniel, you went to go see a band this past weekend. Yes, I did actually. Um, I went to go see. Um, what what is that band called again? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name. They're the there. they're they're called the Hills Have Eyes. Uh no 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 no. I mean Hillview was there, <laughs> and that was a big oh, thing for me. But I think I went to go see. Oh jeez. Talking about Chaser. There you go. There you go. Uh, a band that I was not impressed by. I'm sorry to say it, but they're nice guys, and they definitely know how to. They're play. They're homies, so no, tread no, 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 I'm saying they definitely know how to play. It was like, damn, uh-huh. this was on point. They had Timing good stage was presence, great and everything. Yeah, the good, good pacing. The stage presence mm-hmm, and commanding mm-hmm. the entire room. Yeah. Anything yeah. that they said, I was like, yes, I'm in. I don't care. It was great. Uh-huh. Um, but the thing is, I guess that style yeah. of uh, punk, I'm not... I'm not that crazy about. Uh-huh. Because, um, it's like it Bad Religion. Like, Actually, yes, we had this yes, conversation yes. on a so podcast. Like that, that type of no, punk. because the thing is, like, it... it, it they do it where it's like okay they keep the room at that plateau they're like all right we we rock it up or you know immediately it's first note yeah everyone's they hit, like they you shoot up you're ready and then it's just steady of ah we're here yeah blah blah, blah blah and what i do like is a little bit of technical kind of finesse i love melodies i love the uh i love the chunk i love i love the i love the rise and maybe the draw, should, rise maybe and they need fall. slower tempos or, is, or, no not slower tempos, just like you know what I like? I, I like Hillview. I'm not joking. That's what I like. Because I like how like songs... He likes written. to push and like pull how, the up yes! and down, the tempo change. Yeah. Dude, I love that. Chord changes and everything like that. It's like, oh, shh. There's so much happening in one song. So it's like, there's moments. And you know how I'm the kind of person that says there's a portion of every song that I love more than the entire song. Yeah, of course. That's how I am. But the problem is with, with Chasers and what they perform... I didn't get that because there weren't there like those moments except for two songs actually. Um, in, in my head, like, it's kind of uh, like how Michael Jackson describes the the, the simmer. You know that moment that like it's not a chord change, but it's just a, a a moment that like you can kind of lean on. And and uh, okay, chaser, yeah, yeah. Breaks, chasers, yeah, bre- chasers, very, and more chasers, very straightforward punk. So it leaves like, you hanging, and then yeah. you jump in the next. Yeah, yeah, and that's 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 the thing, and I think that's why I was like, for, this oh, song's very dang. much fast, fast, yeah, fast. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, I'm in, I'm in. But then after that, after a while, 
besides getting the feeling mm-hmm. of being there, you know, moshing people moving around, you're like, oh, damn, this is feeling great. But then after that, I'm like, okay, so now I've hit that point. Mm-hmm. What about everything else? Like, okay, I'm here for music, so let me enjoy that music in a way where it's like, oh shit, this is my piece, this is my part. Mm-hmm. I don't get that with them, except like I said for two songs where it was like, oh shit, and it was like, oh my god, and then I thought I didn't get it for the rest. So it was like the set that they chose was my issue mm-hmm. uh, versus what you guys did. You guys were, man, you guys were over the map. You did the push, you did the pulls, you had the rises, the falls, everything. It was like, okay, all right. What All we, right. The versatility was shown. Mm-hmm. That was it. I think we need what we could learn from Chase though is just to definitely <coughs> pick up our stage presence and our banter yeah, between yeah. sets and stuff. Like it needs I, I, to. Okay. Yeah. See, and that's a thing that happens within punk that doesn't happen within other uh, genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, the banter uh-huh. back and forth where you guys will do something and then you'll either you'll make a joke about someone you know that then oh well you know blah blah yada yada uh-huh. and I love that because yeah. it's just like it's real it's just mm-hmm. hey we're all here we're all here together so yeah I'm gonna give you shit and I'm gonna give somebody else shit yeah. out there to stand out there you crowd know? participation yeah it's like and then but they were good they had that stage presence they had the commanding of the, uh, of the crowd like literally anything you mm-hmm. said to do we were definitely going to do mm-hmm. and um also but was unfair um the, the mics um, we had, they had the problem with the vocals, uh, not them, you guys. Uh-huh. Um, but they had vocals, and it was like I could hear him, and it was perfect. Yeah, I know that. Kind Their of, sound, I, 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 I bothered me was, too, because oh. they sound checked before we even yeah, got that's there, true. and they sound. They, that's what I heard. Ten foot pole sound checked twice. They sound checked before they even got there, before uh-huh. anyone got there, and they sound checked right after Chaser got. I'm like, what was the point of sound checking? Then if you're now, gonna do levels like, all over again, all over again. That's mm-hmm. true. Now, real quick, the reason I'm playing this song, Love Stoned, into uh, I think she knows is this is a perfect example where you still have the beat it's now being breaking down to nothing and then they bring back in with a completely different beat you you hear hear the strings it's here's my transition here's my tag Mm -hmm. and you're right it's like this is that moment to hang on this is that sizzle right here before he just becomes a symphony and I have to admit this is actually like I love this song as much as you know you could give Justin Timberlake shit if you mm-hmm. want. If you're a Michael Jackson fan, you like Justin Timberlake. Let's be real here. It's true. And this song has this really awesome. I love that guitar. Love it. It breaks it. It breaks down what the song was and I think puts it on its head. Timberlake produced this one with Bangladesh, and I think the thing is they both worked on the Duran Duran album when they brought them back, and I think that's what reintroduced them to strings. I really do because it was like all of a sudden they were doing strings in different songs that they were producing, but it was after they worked with Duran Duran. And but yet on Duran Duran's album, it makes it feel so produced. It does, but Duran Duran's album. But I like it's a good thing with this style of music. It's a oh, good with this. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there's other where you're it like it's sound powerful. It does. It does because yeah, other music it's like oh this is too much. But yeah, this yeah. Is fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Sorry, I really do love. It's a good song. In general, I love this album front to back. Features. Oh yeah, man! Song. Great album, great album. That whole addition, adding on the other song, blah blah. We talked and, about that. Yeah, that we talked about that for recently. That, uh, man, man in the. Oh man, uh, it yeah. was a man in the man, man in the woods. Man in the woods is the album, but he has that. Oh man, there's that computer song, and it's like it starts off. It has a dope part. You're just listening to it, like, oh my god, the Migos should be on this. Like, it sounds like one of those, and then all of a sudden it changes, and it's like the worst song ever, right after. I get the rise and fall of anger. (laughs) I I can never take uh, the Migos seriously now, because I heard 
uh, walk it in my pocket and somebody did it Migo style. Oh my god! And, and I just like I can't anymore. I was like, well, walk it in my pocket. Th- this uh, is this is ruined for me. This is fucking ruined for me. This really is. But there you go. What is graduation? So first off, thank you so much uh, for coming to see us, Daniel. We do appreciate it. Yes, thank it. you very much. Hey, I loved it. Like I said, really, really good. And let's be real, Daniel. Only yeah, thank you for, I said, for being nice for to us ticket. in line saying we were good. I appreciate it. I told yeah. you what I liked and I told you what I was upset <laughs> with. I, yeah. I feel that um, there needs to be more movement. I felt that yeah. I needed that you. Mm-hmm. I wish Chris. that you did some vocals, Chris. Yeah, yeah. It's my weak spot. I, I was like, damn, but you were like, I, you, I heard your answer and reason that's why. And I'm like, I'm okay. working on it. All right. I'm still upset yeah. with you, but all right. <laughs> I let you down a little bit. Yeah, you know. You, there was, the thing there was, is I'll with, step it up next time. The thing time. is with Chris, too, and like we've already had this conversation, uh-huh. like when you listen to Hillview, like the bass is doing something completely fucking different. Yeah. From the fucking like uh, in find a way, all you're doing is yeah, we'll find the way. We you're doing like you're doing some crawls and stuff like that. So it's a completely different story for sure. This is the thing about the bass. I love. Well, I guess I love the rhythm section. It's not an excuse, I guess. I love the rhythm section. I love. I love the bass and I love the drums. And those two together, I can make a whole effing song. I was like, well, I don't have any lead strings. I don't have anything else. Just give me a bass and a drum. You mean like no 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 that's a straight that's a good baseline right yeah but i mean like, high notes. and i think that's kind of like because when i really got a full appreciation of music mm-hmm. it started with like church music and there's like a song um this guy some fred good. hammond does but uh he took the lick from james brown mm-hmm. and it goes boom 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 and it pops like they use funky basses and stuff like jazz basses it's so sick and it's James Brown take you higher and that's what he used and it's just like since then I've just been like damn like knowing what the bass can do in a song because there's moments where a song will be like uh, 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 and the bass is all in between something that's just static and I love that like there's so much versatility in the bass so when someone there's, plays the there bass there is in a lot of genres <laughs> you could fill in and color things yes. that you couldn't do on guitar yes and I know yes. it's supposed to be the rhythm but man imagine there's a lot of times where you're on guitar and you're stuck playing a rhythm well, well yeah that's it true it depends on the genre and I'm just like well you could actually color and, fill, and you could lead with the bass yes you can yeah. and and it, or it could be the oh. it could be the forefront of the oh, song you know and, and that's the, true the guitar is more like what you're what you're saying it's like man there's some, certain songs where the bass is real prominent and the guitar yeah. is like the would you yeah, mind the, if the, i brought the, up the cup of tea as an example go i mean because i think show, during buddy. the i think i think during the chorus i, I, I do like the the bass line in that song so <laughs> this is this is chris and i's old band uh uh screwed and uh there's a specific bass line i'm gonna fast forward to So right now, Chris. The thing is, they didn't make the bass pop. It's a bad recording. You know what I mean? But but it should have been a little bit more prominent. But my my point is, is that there there's a perfect moment where, you know, the the bass is. 
playing like I'm only playing four chords. I'm going while Chris is going it almost so close, just missing like probably one note or two. And the speeding speed is still the same, but it sounds like that's what it almost sounds like. How dare right. you? How dare you? Nope, the no progression, I think, is yeah, I fucking hate the B fifty two. That's what I'm saying. It sounded you should like never mention that band on this saying, podcast. So Daniel's officially banned. Oh come on! So, fucking hate that band. Uh, that that no use for a name they song worse. was Dumb Reminders. <laughs> Okay. Dumb Reminders? Dumb Reminders. I, it was released in 2002. I just found it right now. I, I thought ah. it was... God, that was a long time ago. <laughs> in a galaxy. Rest in peace. Away, right? Which I might add, the guitarist of No User Name is actually the guitarist of the Foo Fighters now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, dude. So yeah. it's really interesting when you look at the history of the Foo Fighters. Like, you actually look at all the members. They were all a part of old school punk bands. Fucking uh, Pat Smear was a part of the Germs. Uh, Dave Grohl was a part of the Screamers Not the Screamers, it's Scream And then he went into Nirvana uh-huh. And then from there he started Foo Fighters um, I forgot where the drummer's from But the, the second guitarist is from No Use For A Name mm. So yeah dude, it's they, just a whole bunch of freaking uh, punk rockers Came yeah. together and just make awesome fucking rock music Wow it, Now, is that a step back or a step forward? <laughs> I'm honestly asking, is it like which one is it? Like when you're like, okay, I, I started I did punk and now I've taken a step back into rock or I've taken a step forward into rock. Like which Okay. Uh, I think to go into rock is more mainstream, I would say. I think it's it's step forward. Okay, okay. Can I can I try to can I try to see to to pick your guys' brain well, if really- this song is this song a rock song or is it a punk song? Yeah, I was gonna say like yeah, sometimes it's the right, genres aren't black and white, you know. They're not like one side or the other. There's a lot of in between. Now, once again, this is Foo Fighters. This is the first song off of my favorite album of all time by them, "Wasting Light." The only reason why oh, I wow. love it so much is because it's produced by Butch Vig, mm-hmm. and on top of it, it was recorded all analog, all tape. Really? Mm-hmm. People like the analog sound. So oh yeah, no. It sounds good for analog. Rock. It's rock. It's rock. It's rock. I, I agree too. I it's, actually it's I, more mainstream. I feel it's a little punky. It's a little I feel it's pretty it's punky. slightly hardcore is. Holding those what that single chord and moving up, that's very punk. The palm mute. Sounds like no doubt. Oh wow. This that, that riff you're playing. Another Spider webs? Oh jeez. <laughs> Whatever keeps you warm. I don't know. I feel it's super. I feel it's punky. It reminds me of spiderwebs. Okay, okay. I'm walking in the spider. You know, I actually. You hear it? I have a. You hear he- that? I, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is that what, what Dave. The way Dave Grohl. The way Dave Grohl does a guitar is very interesting. All the. Like, the the E string is the kick to him. The 
A and D are snares, while does, the oh, yeah, while the right. bottom strings oh. are cymbals. So he he does these weird like Dang. crawls across everything. Perfect example would be the next song on here, which is ro- uh not rope. It's Dang, uh, dude, this like, one. Mm. Oh Listen to this, and it'll go perfectly with the drums. Like he does weird things like that, where he's just jumping so, amongst the strings. So and, is it more that he just he thinks about it almost as if a drum like yeah I'm he he thinks drums. as a drummer he doesn't think as a guitarist. As a guitarist. I yeah, think he now is that is that is that helping him or you feel it's no I think it's I think it's genius I think there I think it, it's so unique that and nobody writes like that that I think every time do, you hear it, it just you know it's a it's a Foo Fighter song to me he I, what I think he's doing because he knows gu- the guitar parts and the, the drums he could plan everything there's some out. more no he, doubt for you like you said. But once again, drums. Have you heard? So he knows what the punches are. So yeah, he he knows his guitar parts and he's hitting the drums on his guitar. Yeah, he's probably writing guitar first and then writing the drum parts and punching on his. By the way, he actually brought the singer of Bajas onto this song and he wrote it specifically for him. What? So this is what this is this is the uh, I don't know. There's something groovy and I really love this song. I admire it. It's called Dear Rosemary. I don't know why. I just I admire the fuck out of that song. There's just so much to me, soul and power in this. This is why me. I don't I don't like Foo Fighters. To me, it just sounds how fucking dare you? I know. You. It just sounds generic. It sounds generic. Sounds generic. To oh me. really? Mm-hmm. Like it, like it, like it, like he put it in a machine and, and he's like, I want this type of song and it comes out. Okay. It sounds like I've heard it before somewhere. And that's I'm like hearing all these. So impl- you feel like okay? Well, there are pieces, simple note progressions. Th- that that's too. the thing, and I'm so thinking it may be because of the way it's structured, the way it's built. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like on the foundation of something that's way too familiar. Yes, and then, you're right. You're the right. thing is, after that, you have another thing from some other band or another song that also sounds familiar, mm-hmm. and another thing that sounds familiar. So what he's doing is taking like he's doing maybe a layer he's doing cake. it on purpose. Yeah. yeah, he's doing a layer cake of stuff that you already know. Like he's like, all right, here goes that no down sound. All right, now after mm-hmm. that, here goes the uh, ball. Blah, blah sound, it goes this sound, it goes that sound from all these other bands, and he just puts it all together, and you're just like, ah, oh, it's like a cacophony of just yeah. cacophony of copying. I don't know. Yeah, but no, it all makes sense though at the end. Like it's a very structured song, and it is good. Don't get me wrong; it gets a for this style, it's mm-hmm. great. Like if it's a rock song, okay, it's probably up there. It's probably among the other thing too is you have to realize there there's three guitars going right now. They're all in sync. The bass is really just like kind of carrying it. I think it just sounds so full. I only hear so one produced. Guitar. Listen carefully. There's someone doing full chords. Oh, there's someone's doing the jangling one. Someone's doing the, the lower there, note. The, the the, chords, that real that big haze is Pat Smear. That that. And then you have Dave Grohl doing that. All the, all because all it's analog, they probably there's probably like tons of guitars on this track. Then you hear the singer of Bajas right now. And you don't realize that Dave Grohl and the singer of Bajas have been singing together this entire time. That's how well they complement each other's voice. Not until the very how, end of this verse. How is David Bowie singing for them? No, no, the singer of uh, Bajas. David Grohl. <laughs> right there together, and then they do it again right now. 
I love it, dude. And that's analog. Uh-huh. They literally have to get that take perfectly and dead on with each other, dude. Hmm. I love it. Love now, this album. Okay, now, one of my the favorites. Thing is, I I do love Dave Grohl. Um, when he did, have you heard his Darling Nikki? No, what is Darling Nikki? Yes, I know that. Song. Okay, now Darling Nikki is a um, it's a Prince song. Um, yes, it is. And uh, then after that, we get a moment where um, we're blessed with him doing a uh, like an homage to it, and he does the song, and it's amazing. He has like a drum solo that's like changes your life. <laughs> I think the great. drum solo that changes my life is Tommy and the Who. Mm. You ever heard the song Tommy by the Who? Have you listened to the album Tommy by wait, the Who? Da- wait, for, I'm trying to. Re- Darling Nikki has a drum solo in it. That's yes. killer. I, I can't it, even it's remember. It's great because it's like uh, they go like I'm he goes Nikki. It goes for a little bit, and then after that, boom, we get back to that song's actually really fiendish. What song? Oh, really? Darling Nikki. Yes. I mean, come on. It's about what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is fiendish. You're right. So it's Darling Nikki. Um, Foo Fighters. Um, I think the album was One by One. Well, well, that's actually a website, and they the one that did the production for that. One by one, but we're looking yeah. for something, something oh, yeah, never goes, and these are nothing, nothing satisfies. But I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the road. On a longer dream of the day, when it comes around and it's taken away, these are the feeling that I feel the most. These will come around when I see your ghost. Telling you, dude. Like oh, you, you can't you can't hate on them, dude. They're just they're yeah. fucking great, man. Yeah. It sounds like the Violent Femmes. Oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can get how you can say that. I, I can get how you can say that. Only when I just realized that as you guys were doing that, and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah. I thought it was the Violent Femmes. One but, by one, yeah, that does. It sounds like bit. um. Oh man, I used to love There's still a good band. Yeah, right. Yeah, like they're they're wacky. Oh, there you are. You want to get like towards like the middle or maybe close to the end? Oh, I know, I know this song. Yeah, yeah. Started to cry. Yeah. Yeah, but it gets. He makes it so heavy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because the, the Prince one is like way softer. It's like more mellow. Yeah, like he gets quirky, into it. Like, yeah. Have you ever heard when they interviewed Eric Clapton and they asked him, they go, and he was sad. I might add, fuck Eric about cocaine. Fuck oh, Eric Clapton. He's had a sad life. Fuck though. that piece of shit. Wow. Why, dude? He Something tried to steal mountains? fucking George Harrison's wife. Literally, he said some shitty thing. Yeah, you have to literally, know. Layla is about yeah. is a is full song right? dedicated to George Harrison's wife, and Layla. fucking they were at a party together. They were Great at a party. They song. went yeah, to right? Eric Clapton's party, and George Harrison straight called her out in front of fucking Eric Clapton. Was like, "Are you leaving with him, or are you leaving with me?" And she's like, "I'm leaving with you." And like, then let's get out of here. And they fucking leave. So I don't know if she had an affair or what happened, but yeah, he was trying to steal fucking. And he actually played the song to her and was like, "This is your song." Fuck that motherfucker. But anyways, uh, Eric Clapton. He's had a sad life. Eric Clapton was being. It's gonna start to get up to the. It's gonna get to that drum like really quick. Short. They they interviewed off. Eric Clapton, and they said, "How does it feel to be the greatest?" There you go. <laughs> nice little flow. 
Right here, just here, right on that kick. Oh, God, I love it. And then here comes, like, oh, sorry. he hits the toms and he just goes for it. Oh, like, it's gross. So it's, you almost want him to have a double bass pedal right yes! there. Yes! But you, you can tell what he's doing with the single yes! bass pedal. He's doing that beat. Like, boom, 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 boom. So, um, so, with that being said, Eric Clapton, uh, they're interviewing Eric Clapton, and they say, how does it feel to be the greatest guitar player in the world? And he goes, I don't He's know, not. go ask Prince. How's it feel? That is literally what he said, I've dude. heard people say that. Yeah. You know? Well, he's good. He's a great songwriter. Yeah, he's a great songwriter because he's an instrumentalist. You know, and I know how to play every instrument. Great. Um, there's also a, re- a freak, a recent band who has a member that does that. Uh, it's called uh, um, Chester French. Um, they were found by like Pharrell. fuck. Did you just call me? <laughs> no, they're founded by Pharrell. They're two white guys. I live in America. And they're from Princeton. They're from Princeton, but they have an instrumentalist and then a, a singer, and he does like melody. While the other one does everything else, and they're a really cool band. Really cool band. Um, at least for their first album, and then maybe two mixtapes they had before. After that, it's uh, well, yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Prince, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um. Did you guys really actually get into Prince? Let's be real here. Oh, it's not like I, it's not that I don't <laughs> like. It's no, not it's that not. I don't like Prince. Well, I mean, you you said earlier how you. But don't I definitely like, don't listen. You, to you Prince. called me. You called him like you know the 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 word that we don't call people. You know, you called him that. You did. I called him. You, which you, word is that? Well, it's it's the N word. When call, the hell you did call, I call really, him that? You called Prince a never mind. That's what you said. Oh, and I was like, no. I was like, <laughs> what? You what I was gonna say, you I was know. like, no, when no, did no. I? And in like, my, it's funny too. Yeah, because I'm thinking, I'm like, one, I've never been like drunk and like tried to like drop that word, so nope. that couldn't have happened in that scenario. Then I'm like, I've dropped n bombs with Daniel, and they're usually rare occasions, and usually they're acceptable <laughs> occasions, they're and they're you, yeah, and they're usually yeah. never directed to anybody. Yeah. So I'm like breaking down in my head, like, when the <laughs> fuck have I ever said that? So uh, I was truly surprised. I, was I like, loved it. I, I loved where it where is it going to bring it from? But yeah, no, uh, never, 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 never. Really? So, like, so when did? But you... I've never, I've yeah, no, like, like I've. Have you guys ever seen Purple Rain? I've never seen it. Uh, no. I have. Maybe a long and time I ago. Did not, yeah, yeah. I, I have, and I do not remember it because I was a kid. Yeah, I think. And so. I know I just said I don't want to see this again. You didn't understand it as a kid. Yeah, yeah I didn't get what it was, and I was like, oh, okay. So I guess some kid, parents yelling at him. He plays music. I don't care. I don't like this guy. <laughs> like, uh, uh, although, just, although I do love Morris Day in the time. Oh yes, I, I think Prince. Has and some that's good only songs. because of fucking uh, Jane's other Bob. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Prince oh, has some good man. songs, but I feel like sometimes is he's so diverse that not all his songs appeal to me. Yep. So it's like I, I love the singles, but even then, it's like sometimes they're so like, like he, he there's so much like falsetto in his voice. I oh, just can't, yeah. I can't groove. But when he's just singing in his low tones, mm-hmm. I like Dude. that. Or when he's rocking out, I like oh. that. I like that. So you're like, like never see no. I do like oh, 1999. Like I do like some of the dancey stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, dude, uh, 1999 is great. It's a uh-huh. classic. Right. I mean, there's a it's lot a good song on its own. Like, it's it's um, a great 80s song. I hear it. Let me simple. see. I, like there it are makes me think of cocaine. It does. It does. Man, you can't say no to that. You're just like, that's what it makes me think of. Yep. And that's it. Erotic City. Erotic City is another Probably great song. My, yes. One of my favorite songs. It's a great song. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. 
Yes, you, no, you are right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, this does make me think of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Right off the yeah. bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Something about like, it, man. And there's an overhead shot, and you're sitting in front of a mountain of cocaine, and you do that, <laughs> you do that chop up in the air. It's like, like you, you like drove like, up in a uh, DeLorean. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> bright pants, and like, yeah. Yeah, you're like... Da, 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 Shoulder da, pads, da, da. like oh, a white man. suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, cracking the tubs, doing and you're walking lines. down there, you're like <laughs> you're just doing lines off of everything. Like in the dog walking pads, you're like lines off the dog, and just you're like, man, his life is glorious. And then you're looking in reality, it's like <laughs> you know, it's like someone looking. I'm like, what the fuck is this yeah. guy doing? <laughs> yeah. He's sitting down like twitching because he had so much coke. <laughs> That's what it reminds you of. It's, it's, it's a, it's it reminds a you of having too much coke. Yeah. <laughs> It reminds me of simpler times. Simpler times. <laughs> have you guys have you guys heard the story of Kevin Smith with Prince? No. no. Oh, I have a story with Prince. Oh, God. <laughs> so 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 Kevin Smith. So Prince. Uh, Kevin Smith hits up Prince and he wants to use one of Prince's songs for Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to use a Prince song and I want to use More Stay in the Time because Prince actually wrote for More Stay in the Time and That's he had right. rights for it. So uh, Prince goes, you know what, like. Like, I like you. Like, come and film some stuff for me. So he goes and he ends up filming, like, these weird, like, Christian, like, like seminar things that, like, Prince mm. is doing. And he's... Oh, Jehovah with the stuff. Yeah, so he's just uh. filming all this stuff and he's like, what the fuck is going on? So finally, after, like, the third day, he's like... And, like, he doesn't know if he's going to get paid. He's like, what the fuck Wait, is going what? on? what? He just... He's just, at this point, just working for Prince. And, and like... He goes, okay, well, cool. Well, I filmed this, like, whatever documentary. I don't know what this is. You know, I filmed it for him. Like, when are we going to see it? And, and, like, the publicist was like, oh, no. Like, this this isn't going to be put out. And he's like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I thought the, I thought the point of all this. I thought the point of all this was to, you know, like. Do all that filming? Like, why did I just and he do goes, what, is, what, and, is, what is happening here? And he goes, and he goes. They go, no, like, you don't understand, like, Prince lives in Prince world. And, like, he has these, like, weird ideas. Like, he'll wake up and he'll be like, let's just say, and I'm throwing this out there. He, he probably didn't say this, but he'll wake up and just be like, I want an elephant covered in custard. And they'll be like, you, we can't, we can't do that, Prince. And he'll be like, why? Why can't you do it? And, like, he'll question it till you fucking do it. What? So like what he's trying here? yeah, so he's like trying to convince like Kevin Smith to do like weird leaps. He's like throwing money around and, like he's like pants versus yeah. blouse. And I might add I might add. Apparently <laughs> Prince has this like security like thing too and he's just Had. constantly recording every fucking movement you make. Within whatever facility he has, oh wow, oh, yeah, he probably has like a god compound. complex. So then, well, so then at, at the very end, yeah. at the very end, Kevin Smith goes, "Go, all right, you know, like I filmed everything. Like, is that cool?" And they're like, "Yeah, thank you." He goes, "So can I use, can I use your song for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back?" And he goes, "Oh no, like I don't want my songs in your filth." And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> he goes, "But you can take the Morris Day song." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait! So he just did all this work for free, and he doesn't even fucking get the Prince song, dude. 
<laughs> like, and there you go. Prince fucking what finesse. A, that guy's right a man, there. right? Oh, yeah. right? <laughs> like, it's one of the like Jamie Foxes <laughs> where it's like he looks at you and you're just like, oh my god. Today's the day I'm gonna have sex with Prince. Like, yeah. you know, like, you look at. I, I went guess, gay for one second. Yeah, I have but, lost control. Man. Right, I, I went gay I, for I, ten I'm seconds. I'm a slave now. I'm slave now to Prince. Prince, whatever you say. Yeah, like that's literally what happened. Okay, I woke up next day with Prince. No, but see, but that that's the thing. So apparently, Prince is like a demon that gets whatever you want apparently right you're right he he, he makes men want to sleep with him he makes uh he makes kevin smith do work for free and then like (laughs) and doesn't give him what he wants wait literally he was like he 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 leads him on at the the end why haven't you done this for me like how many how many people like has he killed you think he's got dude no but probably (laughs) talk them into killing themselves he's like (laughs) he talks them into he just looks right look him right in the eye and goes yes walk into traffic it's some like hannibal electric yeah they're like okay i'm just gonna walk into traffic now Good. <laughs> you know, he just floats away. He, I know, turns, you he, know, he glides you know, away. Walk, he's like, good. The air takes yeah, away. Yeah, the air takes You're like, I don't know. I felt a gust of wind. He fades he away. He's like a vampire. <laughs> he flies <laughs> away. He's missed. <laughs> he goes, he turned into a bat. <laughs> he goes, perfect. Turns into a purple bat. And just, <laughs> just flies off. And you're like, Prince, come back. And he's like, I can't. <laughs> You'll never see no, me. He's again. like, shoo. And he just flies off. You can't like, be a know. part of the revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> PM Don is right behind him somewhere. I don't know. Like, just, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Prince, Prince is amazing, and he just finessed. Like, I mean, dude. Okay, well, I, I, uh, I feel like he should be more known for not for his music, but for what he did outside, outside music. of music. Because if he's doing right. shit Literally, like that, dude, dude like, I bet you there has to be a collection of stories, just like how there's dude. a Bill Murray, where it's like Bill Murray does the whole uh, thing, and then he goes, "No one will ever believe you." Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Think yes, Prince, yeah, Prince, that's like, awesome. Prince does the same thing, yeah. where he's just like, <laughs> "No matter what happens, he's like." I filmed the whole yeah, documentary yeah, yeah. for Prince. I never got put out. Yeah, and you're like, this is all that happened. Like, <laughs> and he never paid me or gave me the what I wanted. Yeah, and the last word he said to me was Lake Winnetonka. I don't know. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know? And he's, he's like, Lake He Winnetonka. called my work filth. <laughs> yeah, he called my work filth. <laughs> so we haven't done this in a while. We're going to go ahead and we're going to end on a Tom thanks. <laughs> so thank you, Tom, for doing the Angels and Demons and the Da Vinci Code movies. Why? Angels and Demons is a fucking awesome book. Although I fucking hated Da Vinci Code, they were still really good books. And Dan Brown, you sucked to a certain degree, but thank you, Tom. Anybody got a Tom thing you want to bring to the table? I I didn't know that he did uh, Angels and Demons. And the, I was like, wow. Yeah, I didn't the Dan know Brown. That. But yeah, Angels and Demons. They they did Angels and Demons. And it actually ended up being a really fucking good movie. No, no, I do remember the movie. But I didn't know. Yeah, like you're thinking Tom because of yeah for for doing it. Well, okay. Thank you, Tom Hanks, for you know what bringing laughter back into my life because he did a character on Sunday Night Live. <laughs> the whole elevator sketch thing. I, I, I have the pop that, figure. Dude, that was the best thing to me in life. Taron Killam wrote that sketch and Tom Hanks brought it to life and made it better than anything. It, it had a You know, he didn't get that sketch either. He was like, well, No, he I, didn't like, understand it at I, all. I don't get it. No one did. Even when they wrote it, I didn't think <laughs> I don't think Taron Killian was like, I am high off of my balls right now. This is an idea. And then Lauren was just like, oh, 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 it's fine. That's great. Oh, whatever. You know, and then boom. So thank you, Tom Tom Hanks. I would say Tom Cruise. Dear God, thank okay. you, Tom Hanks, <laughs> Don't, for being the best person ever. We could do that too. We could no, 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 no. Also, Tom Hanks. Please, somehow, in some capacity, play the beast in some X-Men kind of thing. That's all. 
You want him as the beast? I want Tom. Well, look, if we had Frazier as beast, I think Tom Hanks right, could just be something. <laughs> Tom Hanks can do anything. If Frazier's beast, yeah. anyone could be beast. Exactly. <laughs> One of the funniest cameos with Tom Hanks is in the Simpsons movie. When like oh. they're like, are you bored with the old Grand Canyon? Visit the new Grand Canyon, and they're like, they're like nowhere, nowhere no, between yeah. anything that was between Shelbyville and this and other so place, and they're gonna blow up everything and in the dome. Like, Wait a minute, that's, that's the greatest the part was when the kid goes, "Will you tussle my hair, Tom Hanks?" He goes, "Sure, kid," and he tussles there, and like, it, like magic dust just comes off the kid's head. Oh, I was like, goodness. "This is fucking awesome. And believe it or not, I own that. Film. Figure. I have the Tom Hanks figure. What from the Simpsons movie? No way. Yeah, dude. I'm like I said. There, we got to thank the greatest actor of all time, yes. Tom Hanks. Not w- Marlon Brando, Tom Hanks. No. I would like to thank Tom Hanks for uh, portraying himself as a talented person in a lot of movies, for and for saving lives in so many movies. Apparently, he could play a person who knows how to fly a plane very well, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he also knows how to navigate a ship and captain a ship. And survive when it's taken over by fucking pirates. I'm the captain of this ship. That was a really good movie. He knows how to play a very, like, a survivalist and a very, like, he's a very talented person. I mean, perfect example. Castaway, baby. Castaway. Yeah, that's true. He talked to a ball, and we believed it. He made sure those packages still got delivered. That's yeah. what let me know FedEx He did. Yeah. He did. He fucking did. I forgot about the man. Yep. Tom Hanks. Goddamn, dude. He play, He's a good face. He's a good good guy. Yeah. Did you guys he, ever see... Yeah. Uh, he is not he, a heel. No, he's a baby face. He will never... He, he's exactly, a baby he will face. never play he's a villain. A yeah, he's, he's, not, a he's a baby face. face for sure. Did you guys ever see Larry Crown? <laughs> Larry Crown? Larry um, Crown? No. Larry Crown? Yeah. Thomas Crown? No, no, Larry Crown. No. Thomas Crown fair. So this is going to sound stupid, but basically... His character, Larry, gets a divorce with his wife, and then he finds out that, uh, I guess, like, something happens where he needs to go back to school and he needs to complete, like, two more credits or something like that. It's an Adam so, Sandler film. In a nutshell, <laughs> but with, but it, it, it's also oh, great. a kid. Okay. It's also yeah. great, too, because, one, he's old, uh-huh. and, like, fucking Cedric the Entertainer is his his neighbor. Oh boy. And like, uh, and <laughs> he's just that? doing, he's just doing a 24, uh, he's doing like a 365 day fucking garage sale. <laughs> like that's, that's the way he makes his living. Dude, hustling. It's fucking hilarious. Like Larry Crown's like, can I, can I borrow this, uh, like the fucking the you know the the guide for the college uh-huh. he goes oh yeah 50 cents and he's like they give it away for free at the college he goes i need to make a living man like what do you want <laughs> it's a fucking great movie by the way oh, yeah. sean is live on the podcast sean where are you i'm in the front sean is out front so we're gonna be bringing <laughs> sean on the next episode sean we'll see you in a second brother so with that being said I do suggest seeing uh, Larry Crown. It's a fucking. It's. It sounds so stupid, but like there's fucking. Uh, what's that one dude from that '70s show, the Mexican guy, Wilmer Valderrama? Yeah, like he's in it, and there's this great part where this girl's I don't think like that's Spanish, but this girl yeah, is right, really. This girl is very like. Uh, she's very huggable and likes to kiss. Uh, very like just very physical with people. That's just the way she is. So like, there's a part where she kisses him and goes, "I love you, Larry Crown," and it's his girlfriend, and he hits on the glass. He goes, "I see you. This is glass. I see everything you're doing." And she's like, "I'm I'm not cheating. Like I swear it, dude. Great movie. Fucking highly suggested." With that being said, I'm your host, MTR, and then, as always, Chris. 
and Daniel. And uh, very <laughs> last minute special guest. Go ahead, Sean. Introduce yourself again. I'm Sean Solo. There you go, Sean Solo. Mr. Yeah. Solo. Until next time, you guys. Until next time. Until next time, you guys. Later. <laughs>